So where was Oyster? Yeah, he's at, he left the courthouse. Here's where we were with that. If you can stretch your minds back to the distant past of like two months ago. Probably wasn't quite that long. Yeah, so you guys just had the trial. Oyster, you went out of the courthouse with Baxter, who was grievously wounded, and on a peanut cart. Do you remember that? Are you, in fact, here? I think he was getting a I lamp heard. or something. So, what was happening when you were last with us was that you were leaving the courthouse with Baxter right. Crisis on right. a Right, there cart. was a trial and everything. We won, yes. kind of. I forget how, but we did it. A- uh, by blatantly cheating. Good. Um, That's the best way to do it. And really absolutely. my only hope. <laughs> I don't know if you can cheat in a trial. What do you do in a trial? You miss trial. Yeah. I don't know if they have a law against not mind-controlling the judge to hand out a verdict, so maybe you're fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, Peanut Cart kind of in a state of not entirely aliveness, and something happened. That removed you from the scene. And I'm actually going to turn this on to you. What could happen? What could happen? What could possibly happen that would make you abandon Baxter Crixus? Because he was like dying, right? He was like dying, yeah. He was He's like one of very the much people dying. I think I actually like. Um, so you probably wouldn't just like up and abandon him on a whip. No, I haven't. I don't know. Um, could be that you were you were sleepy and you needed a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so you were standing there with Baxter, yep, and he was kind of slipping in and out of consciousness, yep. And suddenly, you got grabbed from behind, yep. You were hauled off across the demon area to the pit. Of the keeper of the times. Okay. Because the person who grabbed you was the keeper of the times. Okay. So, the scene we open onto with you is that the keeper of the times is standing there next to the pit with the ladder, and they're holding you in one arm and they're dangling you over the pit. Okay. It's not yeah, going yes, terribly well. Yes, you're correct. Okay. He says, um... But better than Baxter, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Keeper better. of the Times says, she- uh... How will you make reparations for what you have done, human? I say, sorry, what? What do you mean? You know what you did. You broke the record. Technically, I didn't break it. Technically, the backpack broke it. The demon shakes you. Contact the manufacturer. Demon does not seem impressed by that line of reasoning. I think that's perfectly logical. (laughs) It was under warranty and everything. If it were my fault, which it isn't, how do people normally repay these sorts of things? Says, this is no normal occurrence. You have done a thing that no human has ever done. Oh. 
kind of proud of them. And she said, well, on, in that case, I think you should let me go with a stern warning. <laughs> this should suffice, this hanging bit. says, no, you must, you must give me something. You must do something. I don't know what. All right, I will write you an apology letter. It is a very um, heartfelt, it'll be a very heartful apology letter because I am very sorry I didn't have the thing. <laughs> it says, an apology letter. Yes, it'll be like a page, maybe two. I can think of more things to say. He says, yes, yes, an apology letter. I don't like Yes, <laughs> I like that. You will write me an apology letter and you will do it now. Do I have a paper and, and pen or anything of that sort? Uh, you can have something. What, did you bring anything with you to the trial? I think you brought some. I can see if there's anything in my notes, but I think at least you brought all the records with you, didn't you? Not that they ever really uh, yeah, came relevant, so. yeah, but... Yeah. But I don't know, would you have brought, like, notepaper? I guess you could just have something. That's the simplest way to resolve. Uh, should I just do that? Unless we know for sure that you have... I think that. we don't know for sure. But even if it's, like, something you definitely would have. Like, maybe we never explicitly said it, but it's... Well, you also got dragged out of the shower at one point, so I don't know. Yeah, that was, I think I, think I, I, I sort of got my... Go ahead and have something. Let's see if I have something. Well, I don't have any of those cards. I have something pretty explicitly says it's something we don't already know you have, but that you justifiably might. So if it is something we already know you have, I don't have to make the move. Yeah, if my phlegm is already at waxing. If your phlegm is already at waxing and you discard one of any card, then it counts as a waxing, no matter what the card is, unless it's I'm, green. I'm do which that. case, yeah. I got a wax. I happen okay. to be saying something that might suffice, and you will tell me what it is. You've got all of your notes for the trial, and you've got like a, I don't know, what would you use? Whatever kind of thing you use for taking notes. Do you use like a quill pen, or do you use like a pen? number two pencil, or like a pen, like a. Like a fountain pen or something. Okay, so you've got your fountain pen and your ink and your ink. water, I guess. Multiple I don't know. colors. Uh, the one issue is that you don't have any blank paper. You've got the notes, but like there's room in the margins, or maybe Valid. there's like a half filled Valid. page. Valid. What? Valid. What? Why are you gotta make it so difficult? Is there like a? We'll back? say you can write on yeah you can paper? write on the backs of some of them. That's acceptable. Okay. I say, I, I say, okay, fine. I'll write you an apology letter on the back of this uh, random document. It says, yes, good. You will do that. I do that. Okay. So, like, what do you write? Like, you don't have to, like, recite the whole thing, but just in general terms. Dear Keeper of the Records, I humbly apologize for breaking the thing. It wasn't my fault. But I'm still sorry. Maybe it was my fault. Which was better? Uh, I'll hedge. I'll say something like, like I'll claim like partial responsibility. 
and you entrusted me with this thing, which he did, right? And then I broke it. Did I take it, or did he? Uh, well, it fell out as you were climbing up the ladder, so I think he has the pieces. But before, but before that, did he give? No, me? he. I think he pretty. He was totally on board with that. He was like, "Here, I will entrust you." That's with what this. I. That's what I thought. Take very good okay. care of it. Don't, don't let anything happen to it. Don't break it. If you put it in a backpack, make sure it's a backpack with no holes. Yeah. What else can I say? Things like that. Um, I uh, feel very sad about breaking it, and it won't happen again. So you write that, and you give it to him, and he uh, he takes it. He puts you down next to the well. I guess you were writing all that while you were dangling. Presumably. I don't know how you did that, but sure, whatever. Um, I'm really good at writing. Because now he puts you down. Yeah, I guess the ink's kind of running in an odd direction, but it's still legible. The Keeper of the Times says, uh, yes, yes, good. I have never had an apology letter from a human before. Good. This is very interesting. I will add it to my records. Good. Yes, I think I think we're even. A record for a record. Perfect. That, that nice. sounds really good. He's like my second best friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess he turns around and goes back down the well. Right. I'm going home. That okay. involves like four different moves. It involves one different move, which okay. is that you have to go somewhere. Don't I have to go? Isn't there a when I go to my house move? Oh, yeah. So I guess it involves two different moves. Go somewhere. It's the hardest move ever. Exactly. It's hard as the other moves. I'll go for a waxing node. Okay. So it will tell you what distraction or inconvenience interrupts your travel, in which case you'll probably have to stop and deal with it whether you want to or not. Uh, this is easy. This is very easy. Taking your way through the city streets when all of a sudden you hear shouts and people running towards you around the corner. Shouting, run, run, demons, demons! They're like always demons? There are generally demons around in the city and generally people don't run from them screaming. So this is maybe a little unusual. I say, gosh, that's a little unusual. I should run away too. But then I go towards it instead. Okay. So that's not hard because as you go back in the direction they're running from, there is a pretty distinct trail of wreckage. Maybe I don't uh, go this way. Like the wreckage of stampeding people who like knock things oh, over. That's fine. Drop that, happens, that happens all the time. And then as you get farther, um, that's when you start to see it get a little more violent. Now there are some bloodstains. And as you get a little farther, you start to see body parts. Okay. There's nobody here anymore, by the way. They've all run past you by now. Colin, are you back? Because unfortunately and inconveniently, this is about to concern you. Because what, Oyster, what you come across is you see like the backs of some demons who are leaving the area in different directions and not really paying attention to you. Um, and you see you're coming across this section of the city where it's just like a bloodbath. There's been a massacre here. There's corpses everywhere. There's body parts everywhere. I'm starting to think those running away people had the right idea. <laughs> I mean, they weren't doing it for the fresh air. 
for the and exercise. There's one demon left, and he's just opened the door to a building at the side of the street, and he's gone inside. Good. I leave. What's the you building? leave? Uh, it's got a sign on it that says Bob's Big Boomers. Yes! And there are a pair of actual cannons outside the building. I'm, I'm missing something. Colin just shot <laughs> someone. You should have used the cannon. That would have been cool. Uh, yeah, so that's the thing that happens. Is you see this demon burst into this I building. I don't know Colin is in Bob's Big Boomers. No, you don't. <laughs> and then you hear... Be in Bob's Big Boomers. I mean... <laughs> That's a horrible name. It's <laughs> a great name. You'd have to say things like, I'm going to Bob's Big Boomers. <laughs> Colin wants Chris to hear his gunshot. You read the text in the text stream that says, bang. Well, no. Yeah, you hear a gunshot coming from the building. Is it a gunshot or is it a cannon shot? It's not a cannon shot. It's a gunshot. I'm getting out of here. Okay, you can do that. There's nothing stopping you from leaving like right now, so... a terrible place to be. I'm leaving. Okay. Going home. I've had a busy day. I don't have time for this. Taking a bath. <laughs> I'm drinking a bottle of wine and taking a bath. So, Colin, we weren't really going to switch to you, but I suppose there's a possibility that you're about to, like, leave this building and see Oyster before he leaves? I don't know. I kind of feel like... That's not a likely scenario, actually. You mean Colin's about to die? I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> no idea what's going to happen. Really no idea what's going to happen. So, Oyster, you leave. You go back to your apartment. Yes, and I drink a bottle of wine and take a bath. Well, hold on. There's a move. There's a move. Oh, Christ. You don't have to go somewhere. It's just the when you go to Oyster's apartment, move. Yes. I, what do you have to say? What horrific things are happening in my house? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> my options are you hear unsettling sounds, you see unsettling visions, you smell unsettling smells, and a ghost appears. That's four whole options, Chris. I have to choose one of those options. Oh, It's a tough decision. I'm moving. <laughs> I'm move to, like, Toledo. Much more pleasant than Bangladesh. As you approach your apartment from the building underneath it, you hear... Oh, do I see unpleasant things? No, you hear the sound of popcorn popping. That's lovely! Yeah, well, it popcorn. would be lovely, except that it starts getting louder and louder, and it starts getting faster and faster. Until there's just this, like, staccato noise of nonstop popping. Does it smell buttery? Just the sound. Wait, is it coming from the, the horrible people who live below me? Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I know it's... Uh, they have like a... I'm trying to relax, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, you could go knock on their door and complain or something. That's what I'm going to go do. Okay. That's exactly what I do. I, I've had... I knock on their door loudly and with... Firmness. Awesome. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you, you gotta knock pretty loudly out to be heard over this noise. <laughs> uh, it opens. Uh, it, oh, oh, good. 
and there's the guy standing there with the robe. Um, I think it was like an indigo robe. It could very well be. Who knows? Does he say anything? He's, he looks kind of, uh, he looks a little stressed out. He's kind of pale, his forehead's all wrinkly. His hair is sweaty underneath his hood. He's like, yeah, well, look, this really isn't a good time. I said, why are you making popcorn so loudly? It's really annoying. Pop- I live upstairs what, what, and I what? can't even take a bath properly. Quiet down this infernal racket or I'll have to report you to the whoever I report you to. He says, look, first of all, uh, we're trying. Okay, we're trying. We're trying really hard. <laughs> Second of all, you really don't want to know what this is. Third of all, I don't know. I'm sorry. I said, well, what is it? You really don't want to know what this is. You no, really, now I really want to know. Really don't want to know. I really do. He says, it's beyond your mortal comprehension, okay? I said, I've had quite the afternoon, buddy. <laughs> My mortal comprehension stretches pretty far. He says, uh, well, I mean, kind of hard to explain. You could come in and watch if you want. I say, all right. Might as well. Okay. Your funeral. This is not a good idea. (laughs) This is like the opposite of that. So he leads you in, and he gets a pair of, like, lab goggles off a hook by the door. He pulls back his hood, and he puts them over his face, and he pulls his hood back up. Then he gets a second pair, and he, he hands them to you. He says, uh, here, wear these. They might help. Don't like the sound of that might, but okay. And then he leads you in, and he leads you into a room. And in the middle of the room, there is... This is clearly, as you get closer and closer, it gets louder and louder. This is clearly where it's coming from. And what you see when you enter the room is, first of all, there's three more hooded people and they're kind of standing around in a semicircle. And on the floor, you see there's like a, some candles and a silver thurible and some stuff like that. And it looks kind of like knocked over. Like it got a, it's in a little bit of disarray. And in the center of the room, you see for every pop, there is a spark, like a flash of red light. The problem is that there are a lot of pops, and there are therefore a lot of flashes of very bright red light, and the effect is dazzling. Isn't so bad. And floating in the middle of it all is an extremely large nose. Like how large? You get kind of the feeling that it is unfathomably large beyond time and space, but in the context of the room, you know, maybe about two meters in height. Okay. So somewhere between like a normal sized person and larger than anything that's ever existed. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Okay, got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I give give the guy next to me kind of a questioning look. He looks like I don't believe this is in the zoning regulations for this neighborhood. He gives you this weary sort of shrug, and then he points at the 
points at the ground and some of the stuff that's knocked over. And then he just sort of shakes his head like, look, I didn't want this either. Is this what you're going for? He can't really he can't really hear you over the noise. And you can't really hear him. I, I shout at him. He says, what? I, I motion for us to step away a little bit. He follows you out. The other what? three people were just like chanting and waving their arms. What were you? What? 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 I say. He says, "Look, look. It was an experimental ritual. It wasn't supposed to go like this. Okay, I, I swear, this wasn't what we wanted." What? Did, what were you going for? Like <sighs> an eyeball? <laughs> magic? I didn't even know magic existed. <laughs> Baxter already knows a ritual. He says, um, "I don't know it very well." <laughs> He says, we were trying to commune with a greater intelligence. We ran out of plasm. Look, I, I won't. I'll spare you the technical details. Just it, it didn't go right, okay? I mean, if you have any ideas for how to help, I, I'd love to hear them. But we, if, and we don't know what to do about it either right now. We're I still sp- figuring that out. Can I spend a debt to make Chris steal useful items for my ritual? Ooh. Nice. I mean, yeah, you can. Why wouldn't you be able to? What what sort of use items? Assuming you have a debt on him, which I assume you do. Yeah, I think I have one. I have a one. Does your ritual work on a group of people, Scott, or is it just for one person? I have no idea, yeah. It's in the moves list, so you can go look it up right now if you really want. It looks like Baxter has one on Oyster, and Oyster has one on Baxter. I'm going to assume that Oyster is wrong, and Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, mine should be minus one then. I uh, I figure, yeah. I mean, because you were the one who was helping him, right? So he, you owe him. Or wait, that's wrong. He owes you. You owe, no? I don't know. He was helping you. I don't remember what happened. I think Whatever. yeah, for the trial, you like dumped all your your debt. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. I think I owe you. Uh, so the ritual says, prepare a pig swaddled in black velvet, a set of five pewter oil lamps, a red glass tumbler, chamber of perfect silence and darkness. So if you can get that from This me, sure isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess actually that's all I need. I thought it was like some crazier items. If you can steal a pewter oil lamp... Or five. <laughs> sure, I guess it could be. I, should I make you have something? Every time I have something, I end up breaking <laughs> it or dangling over a bit. Yeah, it'll be like a tin oil lamp. <laughs> An orange glass doubler. A pig swaddled in velvet of midnight blue. But this does seem like the right circumstances for it. This is something that might plausibly be here, but we don't already know it's here. So, so uh, Scott, are you spending the debt to which one of the things are you doing? Uh, I'll do the nice one. He can draw if he does it. Okay. So do I need to have something? I decide that there's pewter things. Um, if you want there to be pewter things around, you need to have something. And if, then if I get one and steal it, Scott gives me a, I can draw a card? Yeah. 
All right, I'll do it. I have something. I've already got wax, so yeah. I'll go for waxing again. And to answer your question, yeah, it could be a crowd or a group of people. So that's a waxing, you said? Yep. Steel plasm. Okay. We need plasm. <laughs> um, so there are indeed such objects in the room. What the is problem the is that there are there, there's three of them, and they're sort of clustered together in a little pyramid right in the very center of the room, directly underneath the nose. Uh, this is not worth it. It just isn't worth it. Because I'll be like killed by a nose. What a way to go. sound good in the obituary. After surviving all those demons, killed by a nose. Yeah. As we all knew you would be. Even if it is a nose larger than all things that have ever been or ever will be. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. No. I need to grab the 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 is it just the the like the pewter uh cups or whatever it is, or is it pewter cups with uh plasma in it? Uh I don't know if you can tell what they have in them from here, but it's like if you needed to get, what is it? It's just oil, right? Yeah, oil. Five pewter oil lamps. So it says five. We'll say there's five on the floor. There's five pewter oil lamps on the floor. Maybe there's oil in them, maybe not, but I mean, it's not that hard to get oil. Of all the things in Magbergen that you might need to get, oil is one of, like, lamp oil is one of the easier ones. Where does it come from? I don't know. Actually, a good question. Whales. It was one whale. <laughs> His name is Jeffrey, <laughs> and he's very sad. Chris just found the yeah. So yeah. Oil. So there's five pewter lamps, and they may or may not have oil, and they're right under. I have to live with these people, like they literally live underneath my house. That's true. I don't. These are not people I want to be enemies with. Not worth the card. I'm going to pass. Thank my new friend. Wish him the very best of luck. Go upstairs. Put <laughs> he on says, boy, if anyone could just take those lamps out of the magic ritual area, that would probably dispel the spell. We'd be so grateful. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> I would definitely have done it. You could ask him. I should have made you discard, darn it. So yeah, he, you can just leave. He won't. He's clearly preoccupied. But the sound, you can hear the sound even from your apartment. I put on my ear earmuffs. Very not relaxing. I open my bottle of wine. Okay. I don't bother with a glass. I go take a nice okay. bath. Uh, relax. I try to relax. Get really frustrated by the sound. I go back again. I put my bathrobe on. Still finish the wine. Go back downstairs. And say, "Hang on. I want to try something." He looks over you. Nothing much has changed since you were. What if you remove those cups here? But they've, they've like, they've, they've brought in some like golden thread and they've like made a mess of it around the perimeter of the room. You guys, just some kind of liquid spilled somewhere, and they look even more tired and frustrated. What if you pull away those cups? The cups? 
I, I don't know. Sure, maybe at this point we'll try anything, but I, I'm not getting that close to it. I go ahead and grab them. Okay. In order to move close enough to grab them, you're going to have to invite trouble. You're going to get sneezed on. <laughs> you do something reckless, foolhardy, ill-conceived. Yep, okay. That beats all of those characters. <laughs> I feel like as far as invite troubles go, this is one of the more direct ones. I'll get a waxing. Wow. Yep. Possibilities. The trouble is on the horizon. I get a terrible sneeze building up inside me. <laughs> oh no. This is what. Okay, is that what's going to happen? Yes, that is what's going to happen. That's too good. Okay. So you approach the nose, and the lights, the red lights are flashing all around you and popping and deafening and blinding, but. Doesn't seem to be like physically harming you in any way. Are you like protecting yourself from the noise and the light in any way? I have a bathrobe on. I'm. I got the 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 um, goggly things again, and I'm still wearing my earmuffs, which don't help that much, but it makes me look better and it keeps my ears warm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if any of that helps a lot, but okay, sure. Um, it's very loud and you feel like... But anyway, so you make it to the center without event. Pick them up. Pick up the lamps. You leave. First, it seems like nothing happened. Is it still going? As you walk away with the lamps, you hear it's starting to fade. Thanks. The other thing that happens is that you feel kind of a, a, an itch or a tingle. Not good. The, the, the itch or the tingle is along the length of your upper lip. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good luck. Oh, not worth it. So let's actually give this to you in the form of a new move. Don't like that. Make it a little more complicated. It's going to be a simple move. The move is called Cosmic Mustache. It reads, <laughs> you are growing a cosmic mustache. That's pretty good. That's all. Wow, Chris. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say the location of one of the trapdoors is in the Cosmic Mustache. <laughs> Actually, put a little bit more on the move. Have it say, um, at the beginning of every session, ask the MC how your cosmic mustache is growing in. So the cultist guy says something you can't hear because your ears are still ringing. And he holds out his hand. As if to take the lamps from you. I walk by him. <laughs> in, in a daze. Or uh, the manifestation of a daze. Yeah, he looks like he wants to go after you, but they've got they've still got a big mess to clean up. So he like he takes a couple steps towards you and then looks kind of indecisive, and then he goes back. He gives you sort of a whatever arm wave. Sick. I get a card, right? Card. Or do I have to give you these things? I uh, know you get to draw. Yeah. 
you get it now though or when I hook you up? Uh, I guess you get it now is what my understanding was. Because, yeah, you stole them. So. I could use some pewter lamps. These are nice. <laughs> They'll go well next to my bathtub. Don't forget that at the beginning of the session, you have to discard down to seven. So if you want to spend that card to like increase a slider or something, you might want to do that by the end of the session. to increase the slider? Two cards sharing a color. To increase the slider of that color. Do that right now. Mine are getting so high. Okay. Get a player advance. Just increase my black bow to wax. Wait. How fucked are you if you get too many demon smells? Honestly, I think I want to downplay that a little because you guys are already having a hard enough time ever. I'm doing well. Your sliders, I've got so. a cosmic mustache. <laughs> it's true. You need three or more waxing. Didn't I increase this all by one? I increased these all by one. So I think it's actually four more humors of waxing than the demons will start coming. Uh, honestly, I like more? I said, I I don't know how seriously I'm taking that anymore because uh, four more because I'm at four. Oh. At waxing, really? Oh yeah, huh? Killing it. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. Honestly, I figure at this point, for some reason or another, demons are probably already looking for you, right? So. By you, I mean all of you. Oh, what? <laughs> not me. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, not you. The demons already have you. Oh, but you're about <laughs> to knock him down a hole, so maybe not. Um, Oyster, do you remember that you no, had... I don't. Port... <laughs> that's <laughs> why I didn't really wait for you to answer. Starts with, do you know? Uh, there was a thing that was going on at your apartment with the wind. Or, if you prefer, the wind. Uh, yeah, I vaguely remember. The wind has entrusted you with the jade horseshoe. The jade horseshoe, which is currently at my house, which I must move to a safe house of my choosing. After I take a bath again. Okay. <laughs> the last one wasn't very satisfying. Understandable. I go back. Open another bottle of wine, top off the bath a bit, add some soap, get my little yellow duck out, have a relaxing bath, drink a bottle of wine, maybe take a nap, and then I'll deal with the jade horseshoe. Okay. Did you just increase your black bile to wax it? Yes. Tell you what. Don't Let's like say that you do that before you increase your black bile, because otherwise you would have just rebalanced black bile, which would have put it back at balanced. As per the rebalance moves. Because you just spent a scene doing something peaceful in your personal home, Haven, right? Oh, good idea. You also have the option to describe something for the bonus if you want to. To describe something? Yes. As part of the scene, you may choose to describe an object of personal significance. If you've described it before, you must reveal some significant new detail. If you describe it to everyone's satisfaction, the next time something reminds you of that object, take the one forward to black pile. Something significant. I just need to say what it is. 
you have to describe it to everyone's satisfaction. Live little yellow ducky that's in the back. Small and yellow. Is it uh, rubber? Uh, yeah. Is it a ducky? It sounds, yeah. Very fond of it. What's its personal significance? I'll have to explain why it's significant. Is it significant? Yeah. This is the source of all oil in Magbrigan. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first thing I acquired in Magbrigan. Because I was feeling uh, very upset when I came here and needed something comforting. Okay. Well, I feel satisfied. Does everyone feel satisfied? Oh, yeah. I feel satisfied. I so feel it's satisfied. Like, how old are you? How old is it? Pretty old. Yeah. All right. Next time something reminds you of your duck, you get to take mill one forward to black file. All right. And with that, let us return our gaze. Actually, how are we on time? Before we go any farther, I don't want to forget to give Baxter his MC blood advance. So I'm going to do that now. No! Baxter, you gain a permanent disfigurement such as a scar. What you gain is that Across your belly, where the tadpole healed you, there's a patch of skin that is very smooth and is slightly cyan-colored. It's basically kind of frog skin. You've got like a big scar of frog skin across your belly. I think we're going to go back to sick first. How does that sound? Yo, I have... Yes. That sounds fine. So you are making a move here, I'm pretty dang sure. And what move are you making? Could be you're attacking an enemy. Um, I want to go down that pit, though. It's very possible. Could be you're attacking. I don't think you're roughing someone up. Could I'm be killing you're a demon. Fighting trouble. Where's Not demon really. killing? Um, if you fall down the pit, you could very well die. I'm not so, falling down. How else do you go down the pit? No, sorry. I'm dropping. I want to drop the radio first. Deal with that situation. Okay. But you could die here. No. Conceivably, you could die here. I mean, you can die going somewhere. You could like, die you know, it's a demon. If you, if you slam a demon in the head. With the radio that's still there's still a demon you might be able to do something about that fine is that does that seem fair is this attack an enemy you're using violence against a dangerous enemy i think that's pretty clear yeah i think it makes sense okay so let's do that and what do you hope to accomplish as if knock, i don't already know knock the demon down the pit okay cool so both you and the demon will roll dice. The demon gets 2d4 because demons are powerful like that. You get a clear advantage in position, so you get an extra plus one. Good. So you are rolling 1d4 plus one plus however much blood you commit. 
and you have to beat his roll of 2d4 in order to knock him into the pit. And he can't commit any blood or anything, right? Right. He only gets the 2d4. He doesn't get anything else. If I lose... How does blood work? So I can commit only however much I have, right? Yeah. And if I go to zero, what does that mean? It just means you will reset after the move and get an MC advance, yeah. Um, And you will both injure each other based on the total. Um, I don't know. I feel like this should work differently for demons, but maybe it doesn't. Um, But note that the demon is rolling 2d4 and he's still using the same table, so it's easier for him to get a 6 or higher and deal you a mortal injury. In which case, you would make the when you endure mortal harm move that nobody has made yet. So we could conceivably mortal harm each other. Yes. (laughs) Cool. Or you could get a really terrible roll and he gets a really bad roll and you just die and he is fine. Yeah. Okay. Or you could get a really good roll and he gets a really terrible roll and everything goes your way. I have balanced blood. I will commit two blood. So I Alright. I will go to zero and then back to balance. Yeah. That? And yep. you get to give me a thing. Don't make it horrible. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it will probably depend on how the rest of this goes. Okay. Please roll a four. I will do that in just a moment. Yeah, pray for snake eyes from the demon. Snake eyes from demon would be nice. No kidding. Uh, all right, let's see. So I guess the black D4 will be you, and the two lighter colored D4s will be the demon. So your roll gets a plus three. Yeah. Is 1d4 plus 3 better or worse than 2d4? Better. Because the plus 3 is better than that. Yes! I killed him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, the good news is that you rolled a 4. Yes, I knew it! Uh, The demon, though, did not get snake eyes. He got a 3 and a 2. Oh, I didn't die. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank God. Um... <laughs> Can, wait, I have one request. Yes. Without a request. Okay. <laughs> if how about um cuz he dies, right? Uh yeah, I guess so. So like seven total, yeah. I feel um, like I should give the demon some kind of durability bonus, but I guess no, part of that is because in order to do it, you have to do it. So if you're actually attacking a demon, you have to actually be doing something to the demon that might conceivably hurt them. Yeah, um, I think knocking him into a pit from all the way up here qualifies for sure. Um, but like maybe if you just ran at him with a knife and stabbed him with a knife, you don't even get to make the move because you're not really attacking him because that doesn't do anything to him or something. I don't know. Yeah. So nice. yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, that's that sick. Makes-
That's sick for you. What were you? You were saying something else. Well, the outcome that I would like, if I may put it forward, is that I somehow fall off balance after dropping the radio on him, and we both fall down the pit, and I land on him. That sounds absolutely perfect. Yes. Um, I don't know what my debilitating injury is. Probably paralyzed. each other. You Winner goes first. Um, so yeah, you can, maybe you already have, but you can do your official description of how you do a mortal injury to the demon. Oh, okay, I got it. I raise the radio of my, above my head, and I look down, and I throw it right at his left shoulder, and he goes, the radio is screaming down toward it, and then the cord from the radio wraps around my ankle. <laughs> And pulls me off balance, and the radio slams into his shoulder, and I go flying down after him. And then he smashes into, I don't know, whatever's down there. I can't really describe any farther. <laughs> A huge not... fall, though. Back up. Yeah, so the two of you fall and fall and fall. And you come slamming down on top of him. Pillitating injury. He got a five. Any higher, and you'd be dead. Yeah, super. You're not dead, but you did get a debilitating injury. What is the debilitating injury? I feel like it should be pretty nasty. Yeah, maybe like a mental disease, like schizophrenia. (laughs) That would be very strange. But I don't want it to be so debilitating that you like can't do anything because that's boring. Yeah, he broke his face. I like my face. What about, like, I have a hole through my chest that I can put something through? <laughs> it's supposed to be a debilitating injury, not a handy, convenient, <laughs> practical injury. Could be you just break both your legs, but then we're in the you can't do anything zone. I can get a wheelchair. Whoever's down there can build me a wheelchair. It'd be kind of cool to have a wheelchair. That'd be kind of sweet. I do kind of like the one also where you break your face, actually. Especially no, if you're really unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that part of it. Should we put it to a vote? No, it's my decision. It's really, you know, it's the demon's decision slash my decision. He's the one injuring you. Um, I hate this demon. <laughs> I never even got his name. Wow, this I'm is... gonna have to like cut off his head and carry it around so I can identify him later. It's an interesting development. Oh, I also like, get my a, notes are very minimal because I know by the way, that I also get a, ahead in this style of play, but I still went like the one thing I assumed in my notes was that you'd carry on with him under the assumption that he thought you were someone else. And that whole scene was just gonna play like I didn't know how it was gonna play out, but out of all the infinitude different ways of you meeting the demon in that room that I thought might play out, you've done none of them. So I don't know. Congratulations. <laughs> Yes! The wind triumphs. Even when there are no rails to go off, you've still gone off the rails, which is excellent and wonderful. Never to serve. By the way, I get a a blood MC advance if you want to incorporate that. Oh, yes. Uh, So you do. Let's let's go ahead and break both your legs. My gut is telling me to break both your legs. Oh, no. Okay. 
I like my legs. <laughs> Do I like my face or my legs better, though? Well, I know your reputation after this vein. <laughs> See, someone they once defeated in a fight is back for revenge. Ah, oh, I could be the demon. Please no. That, that would be. That would be pretty. I am really disappointed that your ridiculous list didn't make it into any place where it could cause any real damage. That is the one disappointment here. Oh, don't worry. Oh, by the <laughs> way, did I also just accidentally kill the Wingfly? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're going to have to say you did. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, mean, I, have a, I have a torch then, right? I guess so. If you could light it. Well, oil abounds. God. Well, I'll collect <laughs> my coins, I guess. No net loss there. I could give you this one where you're supposed to name three things that you care about. Just don't. And I can introduce a threat to them. Or one of them at my earliest convenience, but that's like pretty much everything you care about, it seems to me, is already threatened in some way or another, so. Yeah. And Udis is with me, but he's invulnerable because of an MC advance, which is nice. Oh, yeah, he really is, isn't he? (laughs) Um. I don't know exactly what the wording is. Maybe we should just not examine how he survived the fall too closely. At that precise moment, he happened to have climbed up onto your back, so he landed on top of you. Good. I can give you, like, a persistent wound. That kind of feels like double dipping. Like, your your legs are already broken. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess you don't have to do it now, right? It could, it's I guess session. traditionally I've been doing it to the beginning of the next session, so maybe I'll I was just it. thinking, like, yeah, don't. Write it down. Double dip. But it could relate in some way to what happened. My original intent was really to give them out in the moment. Okay. I haven't really been doing that at all, so I will keep not doing that, I guess. I mean, I don't mind. It makes it easier for me to not forget. But if you can't think of anything. Who have you ever defeated in a fight? Could You you could consider that have Apple Lord. Given you any of these? None of them are marked, but it turns out that None doesn't mean blood. it. I really haven't used blood like at all. You have a little bit. You used it on... Um, oh, yeah, I roughed up that kid. Who is someone you defeated in <laughs> something resembling a fight? Peter. Um, Actually, yeah, I, I want to see more of Peter, so I'm actually going to go right ahead and give you that right now. Peter is going to come back for revenge. I get to decide when and where. Oh. Okay. I hate Peter. That's why it's perfect. But I guess there's a good reason. <laughs> good Last I saw him, I left him at the door of Oyster's Place, right? Um, He was in Oyster's Place. When you yeah. guys were wrecking it, and then he, like, he made his... Yeah, he just, like, walked out. He booked it when you guys weren't even looking, and that's the last place we saw him. Peter, your nemesis. Okay. Well, at least so. I made it on time for tea, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying there in the pile of demon... Shoot, what do demon innards look like? He's kind of been flattened. You're sitting on his flesh, and it's like when he landed, he burst open. And so there's this like puddle of... of Like a big splatter, really, of just sort of sludgy gray gunk. Ugh. That's all. Okay. 
I'll just start screaming. Smells terrible. You can't see anything either. Okay, I'll scream for a while. You pitch dark in here. Okay, you scream for a while. You hear a voice. Yes. Hello. Hello. Help me, help me. I fell down this pit. Help me, help me. I'm in agony. I'm coming. I'm coming. Hold on. Okay. Uh, I'll scream some more. So you hear someone approach. You can't see them. Demons have bones? Uh, It doesn't seem like necessarily this demon does. Ugh. Do they have any identifying features? I don't remember. Like spots? Colin's been drawing them pretty like dramatically different from each other. And in my head, they've always been kind of samey. So I don't know where the truth falls between those two points. but Okay. Um, That's confusing. Isn't it? I'll just... <laughs> um... Or someone was drawing a demon and it looked way different from the other demons. I think a couple there's been a couple really distinct demon drawings. And I like to go with the drawings. I wonder if they decay. Like could I make a demon skin cloak? I might do that. Wow. Or if you have a snifter and try and get his his juices. Yeah. The voice uh, says What happened? It's very close to you now. I was in a I was in a fight with this demon who's trying... I'm Sitko Factum, the alderman of the documented district. And this demon was manhandling me. And we got into a fight, and we fell down this pit. I think we were talking earlier <laughs> before I encountered this demon. Oh, yes, you were going to come down and have tea with me. Yeah, well, here I am. Um, I believe some grievous harm has come to my legs, though. Do you happen to have a light? Ah, yes. No, you don't look at all well, do you? And this demon's in even worse shape. Yeah, I hope the demon's dead. Well, that isn't very charitable, is it? Uh, oh, and this, charitable demon. This, this poor young lad. Yeah. No, he, he... I'm afraid he won't be getting up ever again. Oh, that was collateral damage, unfortunately. What a pity. I hope he was an orphan. <laughs> well, I did put the tea on, so if you'd like to come back with me to my place, we can enjoy a cup together. I'd love to, if you could help me. <laughs> I think I'm going to faint from this horrible situation I happen to be in, where my <laughs> bones are sticking through my legs. <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh, yes, that... That... that uh, rather ugly, isn't it? Well, if you find that you can't walk at the moment, then I suppose I might be able to carry you. Well, if you could, I'd be grateful. Is my... Yeah, yeah. I'd be very... Does this guy not have a light? He does not have a light. Okay. Uh, what you actually see are... You do see his eyes glowing in the darkness. And when I say glowing, I mean they are literally glowing as opposed to <laughs> to what um i think actually it turns out they're glowing and uh red okay it's not my mom is it <laughs> <laughs> uh it sounds like a it sounds like a man's voice 
Okay. Um, great. Okay, yes, please. I also am a human and need light if you have it light. Just so like light. Oh yes, light. Uh there's a torch around here somewhere if the link boy was anything of a link boy. Oh well I, I don't see it anywhere. Uh maybe it uh maybe it got knocked away when, when you fell. I don't uh well, I'll see what I can do for you, but let's go back to my house first. Yes, thank you if you could help me. So you feel him reach down and lift you up. There's some, you know, some agonizing pain. Um, he starts to carry you through the darkness. He feels like his shoulder feels kind of thin and bony and, I don't know, old. Frail. Frail, but he doesn't seem to be having any actual trouble lifting you. It's because he's half demon. I hate these eye people. What was the doctor's name, Scott? Doctor Friggin? Doctor Sklink. Sklink. I guess maybe I don't know anything about that. Though. Did you tell me? No. I don't think so. I don't think anyone told me. Okay, never mind. Great. Okay, so he carries you for a while. He brings you... Apparently he brings you to his house, but you, you still... Everything is just... You get like this vague sensation that around you in the distance there's some kind of a blue glow coming from somewhere, but it's like... It's just... Like you wouldn't even see it if everything else weren't so totally dark. Did you catch a glimpse of that or something when you were climbing down the rope way back Yeah, when? there was like a blue glow. Yeah, so you still sort of get like the vague impression that that's around here somewhere, but it's maybe it's like blocked by something so you can't see it. Is the ground taller, by the the way? The radiance. I don't know if you know. Is it soft or hard? Well, you landed on the demon and then he picked you up and carried you away. Oh, I see. So you haven't like touched it. Yeah. But it doesn't, his footsteps aren't really crunching the way they would in, in Faldo. And Faldo also has been known to glow, so. And turn off mysteriously. That too. Yeah, so you feel him put you into a chair. Nice. Then you hear him busying himself with something, and he puts, uh, you hear him put something down in front of you. Okay. I'll ask him. You're, you're still in like terrible agony. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't really. By the care. way, <laughs> Is, I, I, I'll reach out for it <laughs> and knock over boiling tea. On. <laughs> Just to add injury to injury. Or not? Do I find the tea? Yeah, you can feel around and, and feel the tea. He says, I'm "Oh." Would you like me to put something in that to to numb the pain? Oh yes, please, thank God. I can <laughs> anything at all. He says, "All right, just give me a moment. Uh, I'm afraid it will dock you right out for a little while, but uh, I don't, don't worry. Care. I I'm I'm willing to keep you around here for you know you know I'm I don't get a lot of people around here to talk to. He's you hear him like going through cabinets and cupboards." Really very glad to have the opportunity to, to finally talk to someone. It's very nice. Uh, ah, here we go. Yes. 
you hear the sound of a tin opening, maybe. Um, then he walks back over to you, and there's plunk, plunk, plunk. The sound of a spoon scraping the sides of a cup. Then he hands it back to you. There you go. Drink up. Don't mind the bitterness. I'll drink up. Okay. As soon as the liquid hits your throat, you feel like a frothing sensation in your throat. And then you feel it move down into your stomach. And then you feel it like expand outward from your stomach until it feels like it fills your whole body. And then your consciousness leaves you. Yes. And the pain is gone. Relegatorium. <laughs> I guess we should switch. That makes sense, I guess. Like the right place Guys, I killed a demon. Can you believe it? Bravo. It's possible. It's po- yeah. One down. <laughs> I don't know how many good. <laughs> and I didn't reveal all their secrets. I took them to the grave. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. Then you go back to the body. Hope it's not gone. It's definitely gonna be gone, because that's now it. What's gone? If I, when I go back to get the demon body, it's not gonna be there. That's my guess. I hope it is. I want to make that demon. Cloak. I don't know. I don't know where we go. Oh, you always have something up your sleeve. I mean, all I can do is make. <laughs> Moves when the opportunity comes to me. Hmm. Oh, yeah, your your flag's down here, too, somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, I hope to find that. I just need to find some light and some legs, and I'm going to go on a little expedition again. So, Baxter and Oyster, actually, you guys are both kind of, uh, like, in the clear. You don't have any immediate pressing. For once, you don't have any immediate pressing business imposing itself on you. So whichever of you has some notion of what they intend to do next, speak up and you can go first. I really don't. Yeah, all I want to do is get um, like a new helmet, a new look. A new look? All I want to do is get a new mustache. Check. (laughs) Well, you've got the jade horseshoe, so if you have anything you want to do with that, I should get rid of it. Yo, Chris, you need to find the cosmic uh, razor. <laughs> cosmic mustache. Um, it says it must move it to a safe house of my choosing. I think I tried to go to some of them and they like failed, but I can't remember why. Is that right? Is that uh, you right? did go to some safe houses. I don't remember. That was before you had the jade horseshoe, but I'm taking the jade horseshoe to a safe house. Okay. One of the safe houses you already went to, or somewhere else? Somewhere else. Those safe houses suck. Okay. But where? What is the safe house? Oh. Tell me of it. Let's see. Safe house is... It's really... It's a very small safe house. It's, um... There's a... There are restaurants in Magbergen. There are, right? Have you guys, someone's already been to a restaurant, I think, or like a cafe, or... Well, this is like... Uh, Sal Salamanders, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite cafe. Ban, or is it your place, or is it Ban's place, or do both of you go there? I don't remember. Anyway, there's like a upscale restaurant with like a fake 
the back back wall of the building there's like a a secret door uh, or like you go in rather yeah there's like a sort of a hollow space in the back of the building kind of that you can only get to from a secret door in the alley okay making it there i think you can go somewhere without incident on this occasion what? that's never happened before happens occasionally who do you want us to think? Well, please do put it on the map. All oh, right, the map. The restaurant, which is actually kind of a fancy restaurant, is still called Fies Pies. <laughs> Does it sell pies? No. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> they do pierogies, tacos. Um, I like the keeper of the times is like. Point six font and then five pies is that decisive. <laughs> I didn't bother zooming in so I could it so I could see it. You gotta it's write cool. the important things though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make them visible. I guess so. Now what? Now I feel like I should have made you go somewhere. Like that was. was do I just get to do that? What? That's part of, part of my agenda is to keep you on your toes, and I don't know if I'm good. I'm off. I'm flat. Whatever you do next is going to be just like weight trouble. Don't worry. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> You're in a safe house. Don't leave the yeah, safe house. This is nice. Is there a radio in there? Can you talk to Major Lunkhead? No radio. Let's okay. just radio. I would assume, Tote, that the radio you used is now in many, many pieces. Oh. Well, I was. By yeah. the way. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the only radio in the city. I mean, it's the only radio that you're anywhere near. But I don't know if you can get like kind of far underground. Just the other. No, 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 sorry. I was just thinking like Chris <laughs> is in a safe house that might have a radio. Sure. I, but I was just wondering if that was like a normal safe house thing. It has nothing to do with my radio. As well, far I mean, as specifically, though, no. that's where my head was okay sorry actually that's kind of too bad because any way that we can let you guys actually interact with each other <laughs> when was the last time they <laughs> one of us was in the same place the wait same chris time? didn't you, you just all, like walk you by college almost you didn't want yeah. to... <laughs> <laughs> sort of I at the trial sort of at the party kind of have ourselves to blame <laughs> yeah three yeah. or four of you were at the trial together but then you all split up again which and part of that was just because Chris had to miss like two sessions in a row, so we had to let Scott move on. So not really anyone's fault. And now sick colfactum is beyond the scope of any man's knowledge. So, you know. Yeah, but anyway, so Oyster, you can do stuff, other stuff now, I guess. I'm just taking things off my list now. Oh, I need to um, keep you on your toes better. What? Yeah. What else? There will be trouble. Don't worry. Do I have to do? I would like to leave the. I mean, I did the trial. That was like my big thing. What else do I have to do? Um, run away. Was there a reason why the blue star guys were not going to come after you anymore? I don't think there actually was. No, there was. Probably. Was there? I don't think there was. They were immediately preoccupied with the courtroom erupting into chaos, but I think they still want you. They're only in a very abstract kind of way now. No one really wants it. Uh, 
Yeah, we don't really know who lived or who died after that court scene. I guess I could go check on my dying friend while I left, like, dying on the courtroom floor. See if he died or not. Who's your dying friend? Me, yeah. Oh, Baxter. Have I heard any rumors of his untimely death? Well, Baxter, what have you done since we... What are you doing? Uh, I want to get, like, a black suit of armor. I want to look like Batman, basically. But with, like, a horned helmet. And then basically lie low to the fight and not be seen by demons. Oh, yeah, you have a fight now. Okay. Um, Well, if you're lying low, then I guess it's pretty unlikely that you're just going to randomly bump into Oyster, isn't it? Unless he, like, came to my house, yeah. Oyster, do you have any reason to go to Baxter Crick's house? See if he's dead or not. That's actually a pretty good reason. Yeah, it is. But I'm going to have to go somewhere and forget it. And now you're going to get me. I'm staying put. <laughs> yeah, you have to go somewhere twice. Not worth it. Oyster stands <laughs> next to the safe house for the rest of eternity. I'll go see if Scott's killed. Okay. Um, I actually think you can go without incident again. Fuck no. <laughs> You're getting very soft. All I right. must be. Oh, I mean, I want you to meet Baxter. I go knock on the door. Come away. I don't have it's a beautiful reunion. You can say, oh, I'm glad you're alive. Sorry for abandoning you completely when you were on the verge of death. I'm not quite sure how this whole time is going to work out, because I've been gone for, like, a few hours. I think it actually lines up re- relatively well, because Baxter's done a lot of stuff. Like, there was the thing with the demons, and then he wound up in the rock garden, and that took enough time that it all sort of makes sense. Jesus. It's it's close enough, at any rate. Yeah, I think so. Remember yeah. that you guys can have a, uh, a calm and reasonably friendly conversation to reset your yellow bile, if you wish. Hey, what? Oh, I, I do, actually. Let's do that. That's a thing to do. Isn't yours already a... No, oh, no. A, okay. Perfect. So, Baxter, are you in your apartment when Oyster shows up? Do I need to make you go somewhere? Or you go without incident, too. Uh, yeah, I'm just chilling. Admiring my new scar. And you have, so you have a new set of armor, too. That's sweet. Uh, yeah, I want the helmet to be, like... A minotaur kind of head with real Ooh. horns on it. I like that. And is that it, or is there a whole? Uh, no, just like fancy leather. Yeah, it's not them. It's still Magbriggan. And it's all in black. Yeah. You said. Yeah. I figure your demon armor still is like showing, but. Uh yeah, it's like a. The ar- the arm is torn off to reveal that, probably like, from right. the shoulder. Sweet. Uh, yeah. So Oyster, when you walk into his apartment, that's what you see is this guy standing here with this big intimidating helmet and this black leather armor. I say, oh my god. <laughs> is Leap that backward in terror? Is that you, Oyster? Uh, how you been, man? Oh, thank God you're not dead and terrifying. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you know, I've what, gotten into some trouble. What happened after I had to leave the courtroom unexpectedly? 
Well, I ended up giving the cart back to the peanut guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> but then a demon, a demon got in the way, so uh, I had to take over that demon as well to get out of that snafu. And peanut guy took off. <laughs> I think I was I was rescued by Ban. He brought the documented district paramedics to save me. They put me on a cotton or a stretcher and tried to haul me back to a hospital, but we got stuck in this anti-demon rally, which turned into the demon riot slaughter. Oh, I heard, I saw some of that. It looked really ugly. Uh, yeah, I uh, ran away from that, but definitely saw a few people get eaten. I ran towards it, and then I ran away from it much faster. <laughs> Have you seen uh, our poor lad, Ban? I haven't seen anybody since the trial, except for a nose. <laughs> uh, not even and a... the keeper of the records. <laughs> a big nose, you say? Well, what's this about? It was it was big. I was really big. It's bigger than anything has ever been. Are your pockets full of things for some reason? Oh, oh, there are things for you. I think I left them in my apartment, though. <laughs> well, your your apartment, you say? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the uh, what brings you here, Oyster? I just wanted to check in. I knew I was wondering if you'd been killed. Frankly, I hadn't heard. And yeah, you didn't seem so good in the last night. Oh well, I came pretty close. Yeah, I uh, with this uh, document district fellow found this rock garden with these strange bluish greenish tadpoles. And they, they can heal you if you give them a secret. Oh. So, yeah, if you are uh, in mortal harm, perhaps we get you to this fountain. That's very, very useful to know about. Well, how are things? How's the, how is the trial? The trial went about as well as could have. It's over now. Yep. I hope. Yeah, anyway, I should go give you... Why don't you come back with me? I'll give you these... Um, Mug things, I think you'll like them. Uh, yeah, sure. I feel kind of bad <laughs> for leaving you dying on the floor. Maybe this will make up for it. No, nah, you know what, Oyster? <laughs> those those lanterns will more than make up for it. <laughs> we go somewhere. You sure uh, do. Chris. <laughs> uh, you, your, your freebies are over here. You, you get to actually make the move this time. I'll let you two decide who will make it. What, is it green? Uh no. And do it we get to re- do we get to rebalance oh, our yellow bile? Waxing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um. What does it say? Rebalance yellow bile. Say yellow bile to bounce after the conversation. Ask another player involved in the conversation if they found it to be reasonably stimulating and thought provoking. Scott, is that reasonably stimulating? Yeah, I think we went just you, you meta have a, enough a low, with it. Low bar, low bar. Yeah. <laughs> No, I thought, yeah, definitely. I was, I was so stimulated. But were your thoughts provoked? Yeah, were they really? Yeah, I had yeah. a horrible flashback about the demon riot. I didn't know anything about this, like secret eels who heal people or whatever he was talking. Oh, the about. tadpoles, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's fair. Pretty th- that's pretty thought provoking. You think about what secret you would have to give, and if it'd be worth it. So, do we get the? neutral yeah 
Oh, you get that anyway. The extra question oh, I also see. gives you middle one forward the yellow bile. Cool. Uh, yeah, Chris, I'm pretty good on black bile. I could. I've got a waxing, so I should be. But I don't have any cards. Oh yeah, I'm only waning, but I have cards. That's not really pretty good. That's actually pretty bad. <laughs> if we're going to be totally honest, that's about as bad as it can actually be. Waning. Given that yeah. if it went to dry, it would reset. Yeah. I think I'm going to make the move, Scott. That's okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right, we'll go for a waxing. So you're on your way back. So you're walking to Oyster's apartment. No, that's too much. This wasn't a. This wasn't a seed. This was just a, a waxing. A waxing should still be. It's not a total disaster. It's too bad. I really like that. I think it would be too much. Would it be too much? It's more than a distraction or inconvenience. Jeez. You fall in a canal. <laughs> uh, no, but that's actually kind of similar to something I had in mind. Hmm. Like that. That's. Wow, this is suddenly really hard. Um, okay, so you're walking along. We'll just go with this. You're walking along, and. All of a sudden, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so you're walking along to Oyster's Place. All of a sudden, you reach a place where the street in front of you, like there's a curb. There's a place where the city's sort of lower than the surrounding area. There's like a curb you step down onto, and there's like a plaza with some buildings in it. So you step down, you have to step down into this slightly lowered plaza, but thing is that when you arrive the slightly lowest plaza is flooded it is not flooded with water it's flooded but very much looks to be blood 